Good morning. Welcome to the Authentic Rob G Podcast. I am Rob G. Welcome. I want to just talk about a couple of things before we start. And as always, just always looking to plug my platforms. And um, if you have found some value in these podcasts that I'm putting out there, I just want you to go ahead and find me at other places on the internet. You can reach me at, let's see, at... um, had a little blank out there. Ooh, it's been a weird morning. I'll tell you what, before I get into that, I'm going to tell you, as you may or may not know, this week I am off from the job. So my routine, although mainly the same, is a little different. Yesterday, the podcast uh, I did was while I was on my, uh, it's a, usually a weekly fitness walk with my wife. Yesterday, I did it by myself and recorded my podcast while I was walking got really chilly out there because I'm holding the phone and I'm holding the microphone and get this. So I do this on my phone because technology is so amazing that it enables me to use my phone for virtually everything that I do, video, audio, photographs, whatnot. You know how it goes. And so I'm holding the phone and I'm afraid to put it in my pocket because if I put it in my pocket, it might accidentally hit the stop button and I won't realize till a half hour later that it never recorded a word. And it just freaked me out. So I ended up holding my phone and holding the microphone to my mouth to get some clarity. And I came back and my hands were nearly frostbite. Because it wasn't really cold. But when you're out there and the wind's blowing and it's, it's chilly, it was 50 degrees. So when your hands are exposed, you know, they were really cold. So anyway, I decided this morning I'm not going to do that again. I decided I'm going to stay inside the house where it's warm and cozy and predictable. <laughs> No trains going by, people running by wondering what I'm doing, which doesn't bother me at all, but sometimes a little distracting when you're trying to do a podcast all by yourself. So if there is a little echo, that's because I'm in my house and uh, the kids are off at school. My wife is on her way back home from work. And um, so we're going to do this one a little bit different today, but hopefully always adding value and giving you something to think about and maybe use in your journey. So back to what we originally started on, Uh, I was talking about where you can find me on the internet. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at AuthenticRobG. Head on over to YouTube, check out my channel Savvy, S-A-V-V-Y, a little bit different format there as I talk about more specific things as it has to do with uh, business ownership and progression in your life. So here I get to ramble a little bit more and I get to get a little bit more personal, maybe tell some stories that hopefully you found somewhat entertaining as we talk about stuff that matters to me and I hope it matters to you too. If not, no big deal. So let's get into it. Every day when I do a podcast, the great thing about being able to just talk and ramble and go on and on and on is sometimes I come across ideas of things. So let me just pick up where we left off because here's the beauty of not having the routine. You know, I talked about using my phone to do the podcast. But the downside to that is I forgot to put it on silent, on a do not disturb. So my wife calls, interrupts the podcast, boom, it's dropped. It's gone. I'm not recording anymore. So I had to take the call. She had something important to tell me. But as a result, the podcast just stopped. So we're going to resume right where we left off. And you know what? That's part of the fun of being able to do something like this. 
and to be able to just do things on your own is it doesn't really matter, right? We'll just continue on. So as I was saying that as I do podcasts on a daily basis, I often as I'm talking, I come up with new things to talk about because they're things that usually are coming out of my life. And if it's coming out of my life, if it's an issue, a challenge, something I'm working on, I always think there's got to be somebody out there who has a similar challenge and would like to be able to find a way to overcome that. Or maybe it's just a little snag they keep hitting on that for some reason they can't find a way around it. And maybe I can give a little bit of insight because maybe I've been there. Of course, I don't know everything. So I'm always out there learning myself when I have a challenge and I don't know what to do, I find out what to do. And that's going to be the subject and topic of today's talk. It's going to be about modeling success. And this overlaps into so many different things because modeling success, I'm sure you've heard this before. You know, you, you find somebody who is successful at what they're doing and you kind of copy them. And that's a really simplistic way of looking at it. But it's definitely more intentional than just, hey, let me copy what they do because you can fall into a trap of finding somebody who you really admire and maybe respect who has a lot of knowledge and has a lot of success under their belt. So you end up talking like them and behaving like them in an effort to be more like them, which... I guess generally speaking is not a bad idea, but you got to be careful because you don't want to try to become them. And I've fallen into this trap in the past. Uh, years ago, I could remember following somebody who was, I really liked this guy and he was really successful and he intrigued me and everything he said just seemed to be so insightful with so much wisdom. But he was such a character at the same time that I almost was being like his personality, which is not good. You know, you can't be somebody else. It's, I've heard it said that, you know, you always be a second-class somebody else, but you will always be a first-class you. So you've got to take your personality and model what they do and what they say in terms of thought process. So that's going to be the basis of modeling success is that when you find somebody worth modeling, realize the reason that they are successful, that is outside of their personality and the thought process they have in maybe business or fitness or life in general, you want to adopt what they're thinking and what they're doing not who they are as a personality, as a personality. So that's going to be the key takeaway of this whole thing. And, you know, I've done that over the years. And there's something else that I want to express that it's a trap that I hope nobody falls in. And there's this saying that has gone around for years and it's been around for a bunch of years. And I think most people are ignoring it or starting to ignore it these days. But there's a saying that goes around and they used to say, hey, you know, if you haven't made it yet, just fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. The idea behind it being if you act like you're already successful, then soon enough you will actually be successful. 
which on the surface sounds harmless. You know, you you kind of uh, be that way until the rest of you catches up. Or if, you're, if you be that way enough, even though it's not you, it will become you. And there's a certain kind of logic to that, I suppose. But here's the problem with that. Inside yourself, when you are faking it, you know you're faking it. And when you know you're faking it, you feel like a fake. And if you're a genuine person with integrity, that does not sit right. You cannot be a faker in anything and feel good about yourself. Because when you go talk to other people, inside your brain as you're fake-talking success or you're portraying it through some kind of you know, clothing or jewelry or something that doesn't really speak of your success yet, but it tries to pose as that, Inside your head, you know it's not true. And guess what? The other people know it and they feel it. There's a disconnect there. They understand people, even though they may not know it consciously, sometimes they just walk away with a feeling like something's not right about that person. And that's what we're talking about because people will always, always, always make decisions on their gut. And you say, no, that's not true. Uh, you know, I figure out, I, I get all the facts and I make a logical decision. And that's how I make all my decisions back. You know, there's this fact involved and I, I do the research and I talk to people and then I make a decision based on what's the most appropriate form of action to take. That's true sometimes. But largely, by and large, what actually happens is we make decisions based on emotion and then we back it up with logic because when you talk to your friends and your family and you talk about a decision you made, something you did, we always want to appear logical like we're smart, like we're intellectual and we intellectualize this and look at the smart decision I made when really you did it because it made you feel good. Haven't you ever done that? I know I've done that. I've totally done that. I've purchased things that I really wanted and deep down inside I knew that was the reason why but then I came up with a bunch of great reasons why it was such a smart purchase and in the end it wasn't. So you got to be careful of that. So you don't want to fake it till you make it necessarily. What you really want to do is just you want to gain expertise rapidly and I'm going to tell you there is no better time in the history of the world to be doing that because we have at our fingertips, literally, head on over your laptop or your phone and you can pull up a video, you can pull up an article, you can pull up a podcast and you can learn from the top people in the field you're looking to learn from. So in learning, I think years ago they said fake it till you make it because you know, overcoming and winning was something that other people did. And if you weren't one of those people, somehow you had to figure it out. And there wasn't really any way to do that so much unless they wrote a book or they wrote an article in a magazine or were interviewed for a magazine and then somebody read it. 
But information traveled very slow. Didn't have access to second-by-second information like a Twitter feed. Well, try becoming an expert in what you do at that pace. It's no wonder they said fake it till you make it because time was not on their side. If you wanted to get good, you know, you really got to get good rapidly so that you can be an effective competitor in your industry. When I say competitor, I mean more like an athlete competitor, more like somebody who needs to up their game and level up, you know, you against you type of thing, not against everybody else necessarily. And so these days, you don't have to fake it till you make it. So if you've heard that, just toss it out in the trash can. It's garbage because you don't have to fake it anymore. I'm going to tell you, there are things that I have had to learn in the past. You know, for instance, at, at Genovese Web, we started out as a web design company. I built websites and I never did it before I did it, but I learned how. And thanks to some good technology and tools, I was able to effectively compete in that industry. You know, I had 20, 25 years in print design, advertising, marketing, experience there, publishing. So I've effectively learned all the elements of design and the design experience. Working for a publisher, I learned about words, how important words are and how you can labor over using a certain word. And in the advertising field, using clever concepts. In the marketing field, different ways and channels of getting the word out. So I've learned all these things. And then I learned how to do websites, which was really fun, and I still enjoy that. And we do provide that as a a product and service for our customers and clients. And then when I had to learn about branding, guess what? I knew a little bit about branding. I had a, you might say, a connection with branding in that it's just one of those things where I was compulsively, internally evaluating a company, like say a restaurant, I would go to a restaurant and I would be evaluating the experience in my head, thinking about what I like and what I don't like and how it would be better, if, how it would provide a better experience for me as the diner, as the customer. Thinking, why don't they change that one thing? It's really not in line with what they're doing. And I would do this internally. I wouldn't talk about it with anybody, but it's just something that I compulsively did because it mattered to me. And then the day came when I thought, you know, what am I going to do with this website business? I need to expand on it because I can't just do websites. Too many people just do websites and it's a commodity. And I wanted to be more of an idea person and a strategy person anyway. So what I did was I knew some about branding. I didn't know a lot. But you know what I did? I turned to my good friend Google. I went to the internet and I just immersed myself in whatever I could find. I created a playlist on my YouTube account and just looked up search branding and all branding related videos and I just threw them into the playlist. I would go to Twitter and Instagram and I would hashtag all these branding hashtags and let those pop up in my feed and bombard my brain with 
the thing I was looking to get better at. That's called immersion, basically. Because look, we're on our phone all the time, aren't we? We're checking our feeds, checking our social, looking at stuff, looking at pictures, looking at quotes, watching videos, doing all that all the time. So I bombarded my brain on every channel so that anytime I went to any kind of feed, guess what was there? Everything on branding. I took out books from the library. Talk about old school. I even did that. Got books on my iPad so that no matter where I was, no matter what device I may or may not have on me, I would be able to read or listen to, watch something having to do with branding. And when I talked earlier about having to gain expertise rapidly, that's what I'm talking about because I was able to put so much good information into my brain in a relatively short period of time and then it wasn't just information without implementation because I implemented it right away. I took on branding projects unpaid just so I could gain experience with it. I rebranded my company. I rebranded other people and did it for no pay because I wanted to get really good at it to offer that as a service. I talk with people in person about branding, get their viewpoints. You see, see what we're doing here? We are taking the success of others and we are leveraging it so that their success can be our success for ourselves in that all they did is possess a knowledge and an understanding of a particular topic so deep that when we make that knowledge, that deep knowledge ours, then we too become experts in that field. And just a quick note on experts, by the way. A lot of people think, well, I wouldn't be comfortable calling myself an expert. After all, I've only been doing this for six months or one year or two years. How could I be considered an expert? Who would listen to me with such a short length of time of experience? Well, that's not exactly true because an expert is not somebody who knows everything. An expert is somebody who knows how to make distinctions within a particular topic. And doesn't it stand to reason that if you are gaining knowledge and information from the best in the field, that they've already made those distinctions? So guess what? Those distinctions become yours. That is not faking it, my friends. That is called educating yourself. That is called educating yourself quickly because just because you're able to do it in a short period of time doesn't mean that it's not valuable or you can't become a trusted advisor in that field. I mean, isn't that what the internet has done for us all anyway? Hasn't it made it faster to be able to pass information around? So that's what it was meant to do. So leverage that. So when we talk about modeling success, you just need to say, what is the thing I'm looking to learn? Find the best people out there and learn from them. Modeling success is not faking people. Modeling success is just a smart thing to do. And all the successful people out there have done that, whether you know it or not. 
they've all learned from somebody. Could be a mentor, could have been directly. You know, there's less direct mentoring these days than there was years ago. You know, way back when, if you were in the trade, say the turn of the century, you were an apprentice to somebody who was a master in their field. You look at it like a blacksmith, guys who made the horseshoes for the horses. They would forge things out of metal. They would make knives, swords. They always had an apprentice, a, a young boy who was learning the trade. And he was learning from the master, the mentor. And he would actively take part in the craft and be directed by the master until he himself mastered the craft. These days, we don't have to go that far. And, you know, we're not talking about blacksmiths much anymore because that's not an industry that exists as a career necessarily. But we are talking about building your own business. We're talking about taking advantage of technology and being able to learn from people from afar but very close to us because they're right in our hand in the form of the the smartphone, the device. So that's going to be it for today. This one wasn't that long. I think it's a pretty simple topic. But, you know, I'd love to get some of your feedback. Not on me. I don't really care what you think about me. That's not the point. I'm just kind of a guy with perspective. But I'd like to know about maybe how you have used modeling to your advantage and how you have used it to succeed, how much it has meant to you. Or if you're having a challenge and you don't quite understand something I said, hey, let me know that too. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at AuthenticRobG. You can head on over to my YouTube channel called Savvy, S-A-V-V-Y, and spike some comments there and hit that subscribe button. I have great new content coming out every week. Uh, three new videos this week went up, and um, I talk about good stuff over there. So you can catch me over there. If maybe watching a video is more your style. I get it. But you're going to find me on all these platforms, so no matter which one you use, you'll be able to interact with me on one of them. And that's what it's all about. It's about exchange of value. And you have value on I want to know what it is. So that's it for today. This has been the Authentic Rob G Podcast. I am Rob G. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.